Hello again everyone, my name is Katie Ewers and I'm a professional numerologist and spiritual intuitive soul coach. If you want to hear and see more, look for my Soul Explorer channel on YouTube under my name Katie Ewers, K-A-T-I-E-Y-O-U-E-R-S and look for my logo. Today this is series three, episode eight and it's the five types of life path seven. Now, when you're a Life Path 7, your chosen mission, your challenges to achieve for this lifetime is to work with issues and difficulties surrounding your spirituality and trust in the soul within you, understanding and trusting that you are an immortal soul that has lived before and will live again, and that your soul lives for the purpose of learning and experience in order to evolve spiritually. So you're here to learn to trust the spiritual soul within you by trusting your intuitive voice within and knowing that that is the entirety of your soul experiences through all your lifetimes. Trust that your life is going just as it should. Both the good and bad are experiences that you need to experience in this lifetime as part of your soul's personal evolution. So as a seven, you're here not to have mistrust with the world and others, but to trust that your life is going exactly as it should for the experiences that you're here to experiences, experiences that you're here to experience. So when you start to trust yourself, your, your, your last task then is to be open with your wisdom and, and, and communicate your wisdom to others to develop them without fear of vid- ridicule from others or the world. So as a Life Path 7, you're of course here to start to trust the soul within you, trust in others and in the process of your life so that you feel safe enough to open up and share your inner beauty with the world. But you must use your intuition to assess this truth so that you don't swing towards naivety rather than um, a, a complete non-trust. Because as a life path seven, you, you struggle with trust and naivety and you need to create a balance between those two using your intuitive voice within and and your spirituality and all that lovely knowledge that you've accrued in your soul. Your task in this lifetime is also about inner processing, not as external achievement and, you know, how much money can you make or how many things can you achieve in this world. The seven is about their own inner life, their inner processing, knowing who they are, engaging in self-discovery and spiritual development so that they process and evolve themselves through their research, but also with their experience. Because you're also here to learn that self-trust and deeper understanding, not just through research of worldly theories, but also through direct experience, trial and error. And then filter, as I've said before, all that research and learning and experience through your intuitive wisdom for its its validity and truth and authenticity. You're here to offer others through your intuitive wisdom and learned knowledge, insights and knowledge of life's mysteries, 
built on faith and trust that goes beyond worldly reason or logic or the, the, the conventions of this paradigm. You're here to see the difficulties and experiences of life as a learning experience, an opportunity for the development of wisdom and your soul's ongoing evolution. You're also here to ensure that you don't isolate yourself beyond what is healthy and make sure that you're connecting with others emotionally. You're a spiritual seeker. You must listen to and trust all that cellular memory from all your previous lives and, and, and guide and understand others via your intuitive knowing. Be a spiritual truth seeker focused on the journey within, self-discovery, and not always trusting what the paradigm may say to you because you're here to have that intuitive knowing about what's true and what is not true. Trust your feelings, your thoughts, your instincts, your gut feelings and your intuitions because you are the ex expert in your own life. You need to find your own intuitive truth and then be confident to express that truth and that no one will hurt you because your soul, your guides, source energy has your back. Have faith and trust in yourself trust in others and trust in your pr profound sense of higher energy and of course make sure that you're not isolating yourself beyond what is healthy so what you bring as a potential life path seven is that you're a scholar a deep thinker with high intelligence you're very investigative investigative the researcher looking at the big spiritual questions and asking yourself self-discovery questions like who am i um, where do I fit in the world? What are my talents? What is my personality? You could be potentially highly intuitive, empathic, perceptive and psychic. You, you're self-trusting through experience. You meditate a lot, physical practice, dance and martial arts, music and acting all feeds your soul. You're here to be really spiritual, not necessarily religious, but definitely spiritual and trusting that you are an immortal soul. Use all your work, experience and relationships. They're, they're, they're all there to develop your deeper inner understanding. So use your work, your relationships, your experiences to develop yourself as a person so that when you get in relationships, work, situations or anything that is no longer developing you, you know that you need to move on or seek something different in order to keep gaining that inner deep understanding that is so important for the life path seven. You can do this by having an affinity with the natural world and, and meditating in nature, understanding and reading about and channeling earth cultures, especially the Native Americans. Read between the lines of life. Maybe look at some of the conspiracy theories. Not all of them are true. You know, your intuition will tell you what is true and authentic and what is a load of rubbish. You're, you're here to be an independent thinker so that you can come to your own decisions on, on what the truths and difficulties are of life. You're a potential writer, mystic, and definitely an excellent researcher. You may be interested in the paranormal, the occult, or the, any mysteries of life that the paradigm might not put in front of us in this lifetime. Very big picture in your thinker, thinking, a strategist, and even a problem solver. 
solver. And, you know, your spirituality can also be expressed through music and dance and singing. And you're also quite good in business. But most importantly, you could be good working with children because most sevens have this amazing childlike heart that they could really understand and, and, and really get on with young people. But your challenges, of course, because you're a life path seven, is all these things as a seven, you're going to struggle to achieve them. You may focus too much on the thinking mind rather than the spiritual mind. You might trust worldly theories and ideologies over your own intuitive spiritual wisdom. And then you'll end up being an eternal seeker because you haven't realized that all you need to know is actually within you. You just need to find that information and run it by your intuition to find out whether it's true. But you end up fitting yourself, jamming yourself into others' approaches, even if they're not intuitively resonating with you, rather than using your intuition and tailoring that theory to your own needs, dropping what doesn't resonate and pulling in what does by trusting your intuition, your emotional reactions, so that you're an expert in your own life. You're here not to fear the unknown or to let it lead you to fear that other people are going to hurt you or confusion or frustration that the world is against you in some way. That is not something the seven is here to, 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 to keep in their life. Their fears of betrayal and putting up protective shields against people that they don't trust. Again, follow the voice within you to understand who you can trust and who you can't. But on the other side of the scale, you can be overly trusting and have this naive blind faith without looking at your intuition and setting yourself up to be hurt or getting your heart broken or somebody else walking all over you or even conning you. And it's simply because you haven't used the voice within you to help you understand the truth of the situation. You may have difficulty concentrating, staying in one place or one or staying with one subject. And you, you're also at risk, you know, especially if you distrust the world uh, of disconnecting from reality and just focusing on the immense mystery and, 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 and spirituality of life and, and not connect with the world at all. You know, you might want to rush or run to an ashram or go and live up a tree in Brazil instead of connecting with the world around you but you do need to still connect with the world around you because it's part of your experience and learning in this lifetime so it's important that you don't appear distant and disconnected and can disconnect yourself from others in the world because that is part of the experience you need in order to evolve being a loner is not going to help you it's not going to give you the experience you need it might give you the research you need but it's not going to help you experience in the real world what you need to experience you need to make sure you're you're getting out there and, and connecting with others and and making sure that you're you're so connecting socially with others but also you can be extremely spirituality and disconnect from the world like i just said or on the opposite side of the coin you completely could reject spirituality and then you'll end up going through loads of difficulties throughout your lifetime, and which is calling upon you to embrace your spirituality. And these difficulties will continue co to come to you until you start to embrace your spirituality and the soul within you.
But that's just the seven on its own. And you can just be a life path seven on its own. But there are also four other types apart from just the seven on its own. The karmic debt, one, six, seven, the two, five, seven, the three, four, seven and the five, two, seven. So first of all, I've already described the seven. So next I'm going to look at and focus on the karmic debt of the one, six, seven. Now, before I focus on the on the karmic debt part of uh, of this life path, I'm going to look at the sub lessons first. So because it's the most significant sub lesson, I'm starting with that six. So to be the best life path seven you can be in this incarnation, you must, must, must reconcile your high ideals with practical reality, how the world can be right now. And to accept yourself, the world and the present moment and everyone around you just as it is right now without being disappointed that it's not how it should be. With with this, you need to develop the acceptance of reality so that you can bring realistic, new, unique, groundbreaking ideas with confidence and independence. But when we're talking about the 167, it is a karmic debt and it's all about the rise and fall, the, the process of destruction and rebirth and the fact that it's a continuous cycle. And this cycle is actually going to serve to bring you as a 167 to a, a higher consciousness. The 167 is a path of spiritual progress and great spiritual growth. It can be a painful process being a 167 because it often comes after much inflation of the ego and life can present challenges to your grand plans and you tend to make choices that seem to be specifically designed to break down what you've previously built for example a self-destructive career choice or an act of stupidity like going outside of your marriage in an affair of the heart uh, ruining your home your family and and otherwise lovely relationships what you need to do is to really focus on that learning to trust the process of your life and the universe and the soul within you to know that the universe has your back to have more faith in yourself and stop second guessing yourself and tune into your intuition deeply develop spiritual processes and practices like meditation and yoga get out in nature and, and really connect with your inner self resist the need to isolate yourself beyond what is healthy and and nurture others with your spirituality last time you left people high and dry and and, and cluttered off and went to do your own thing and destroyed what you'd already built but this time you're here to nurture and bring security to those around you so that they know that you'll always be there for them ask yourself how have the tough lessons in your life being perfect for your inner learning. Ask yourself, have I let my insecurities or my need for perfectionism stop me in any way? Tr ask yourself, where do I have trust issues in my life? Where do I not nurture others? Where can I nurture others more in my life with my spirituality and my wisdom? How can I make other people feel secure and safe this time around?
Now I'm looking at the life path number 257. And because it's the most significant sub-lesson, I'm starting with that five. So to be the best life path seven you can be in this incarnation, you must find inner freedom through discipline, focus and depth of experience. You must focus on one specialism to mastery or at least one topic at a time to develop to it towards something that you can use for your own inner freedom. Whilst serving and cooperating and working as part of a team, group or family, developing excellent social skills and being the tactful mediator of the group, team or family. So if you're a Life Path 7, you're here to learn to trust your spirituality, trust the soul within you, in others and in the process of your life, so that you feel safe enough to open up and share your inner wisdom and beauty with the world without fear of ridicule. You must trust your intuition as well as your analytical mind and balance the two, but the intuition should have the last say. But you, to do this, you need to focus on one spiritual topic with discipline towards mastery. Definitely one topic or, at a time or one topic in its entirety until you are a master and a specialist in that subject. And that mastery brings you inner freedom with an attitude of service and cooperation, teamwork and relationship building and working in harmonious, loving relationships with others. But as a 257, you of course have the potential to lack that self-trust, to lack trust in the world, overthink everything and ignore your heart's wisdom. You could isolate yourself because you lack trust in others and you think that others might hurt or ridicule you. You can be scattered and forgetful and unable to progress at anything because you don't take anything any deeper than just looking at it at face value. And you can also be a bit of a drama queen, especially if you feel taken for granted but when you're a 257 doing really well when you're really in the positive you trust your soul's intuition and your inner knowledge you trust that your decisions that are led by your heart because you know and trust that your soul already knows what's best you use your intuition and your inner knowing to focus, and your passion, of course, to focus on a specialism and a mastery that will bring you freedom while serving and cooperating with others harmoniously, building excellent relationships with excellent social skills and always being there for the people around you. So you end up being a spiritual teacher who is who has a, a, a particular mastery within spirituality that is able to nurture and work work alongside other people that's the 257 at its best the 347 so because it's the most significant sub lesson i'm starting with that four to be the best life path seven you can be in this incarnation you must achieve stability and security and safety in your life by following a planned process towards your goals whether it be business or career to be organized or, or that could be business career or family they're all part of our security you're here to be organized structured and have a plan towards your own stability and security whether that be career or business wise or family wise and it's normally all three and then promote your business by communicating with others 
or promote your career by communicating with others to bring positive half heartfelt self-expression of your passion use your sensitive emotions for positivity to inspire inform and delight so if you're a life path 347 you're here to learn to trust the soul within you trust the soul in others and trust the process of your life so that you feel safe enough to open up and share your inner wisdom and beauty with the world you must trust your intuition and that bank of knowledge that you have inside you not just your analytical mind you must balance the two but it's the intuition that has the last word your intuition should influence your goals you need a plan to achieve your goals, a meticulous process, an organized and determined work ethic in order to achieve your career, business or family goals. And you must execute your plan with positive, heartfelt and emotional self-expression. And you can use that heartfelt emotional expression as a product for your career or business. As a 347 energy, though, you have the potential to lack that trust, trust in yourself, you can overthink everything, not trust anyone or be overly naive like any other seven. Ignoring your heart's intuitive wisdom, isolating yourself because you, you're so mistrusting of others and you think that other people are going to hurt you. You can also be directionless and not have any goals, lazy, disorganized and the potential to be quite emotionally explosive and abusive. And this often comes from not having goals and a way forward. But your three, four energy at its best. When you're a life path three, four, seven, and you're showing these elements, then you're walking your path successfully. If you already trust your soul's intuition and inner knowledge, if you already trust your decisions, if your decisions are led by your heart and your intuition, because you know and trust that your soul already knows what's best. You have a clear plan to achieve your career, business or family goals. You follow that plan meticulously with perseverance and hard work to achieve your own stability, security and safety. And you express yourself to others as a product and in your life with emotional skill to inspire and inform and delight other people. And the final and rarest of the life path sevens is the five, two, seven. Now you'll notice I've missed out the four, three, seven. And that's because with the reduction method of numerology that I subscribe to, there is absolutely no way of creating 43. You could try it yourself. Try adding, but you're only allowed three digits, remember, for the day, month and year. The, your available numbers are 1 to 9 and, of course, 11 and 22. Can you, in three digits, make 43? No, you can't, but you can certainly try and give it a go. So my last life path for uh, the life path seven is the five, two, seven. And you'll notice that that's the opposite of the two, five, seven. So instead of the five being prioritized in this life path, it's going to be the two. Uh, 
that is the sub-lesson that will be prioritised. So, because the 527, because it's the most significant sub-lesson, I'm starting with that too. So, to be the best life path 7 you can be in this incarnation, you must develop your relationships, serve, cooperate and work as part of a team or group or family. Develop excellent social skills and be a tactful mediator and bringer of harmony within the group. You must also then find your inner freedom via discipline and focus and depth of experience towards mastery and discipline, uh, mastery and specialism. So this time the five is less important and the two is more important. For the five two seven, it's more about relationships. And the secondary thing is developing your specialism and finding your inner freedom. So, if you're a life path 527, you're here to trust the soul within you, in others, and in the process of your life, so that you feel safe enough to open up and share your beauty of the, with the world. You need to develop those deep trusting relationships with loved ones, friends, and colleagues, and intuitively assess the needs of others. You must then trust your intuition again, and not just your analytical mind, and focus on one spiritual topic with focus and discipline towards mastery and freedom. But of course, as a 527, you have the potential to have that lack of self-trust that all sevens have, to overthink everything and not trust your soul's intuitive and your heart's wisdom. You may isolate yourself because you lack trust in others not to hurt you. You can also be a bit of a drama queen socially. You can end up being like disruptive of your group or family progress and end up making your, your family and, and, and your group group or your team actually full of conflict and difficulty you can and you can do this especially if you feel taken for granted and of course as a 527 you can also be quite scattered and forgetful and unable to focus focus or progress in any topic or specialism but the 52 energy at its best is that you already are spiritual. You already use your inner intuition and knowing. You trust your soul's intuition and inner knowledge. Your decisions are led by your heart because you know and trust that your soul and your guides, and they, they just already know what's best for you. You build healthy, edifying relationships. You serve and cooperate and work as part of a team and group and family with, with harmony and, and love and togetherness. You have excellent social skills and tact and you bring harmony to the team, not conflict. And you have a specialism and a mastery that brings you personal freedom in this lifetime. And you communicate that mastery to expansive audiences. Now that's the end of the Life Path 7s. My next podcast is going to be on the Life Path 8. It's going to be Series 3, Episode 9, and it's going to be about the six types of Life Path 8. Until then, I'll see you next time.